This podcast is brought to you by MonthlyChallenge.fit. It's like Weight Watchers better help and the biggest loser had a baby. Check it out, MonthlyChallenge.fit. Logical Weight Loss Podcast for September 5th, 2010. Today, we're going to debunk some myths about lifting weights. Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast, where we take a no-nonsense approach to weight loss. We left our excuses in the past, and we've forgiven ourselves for abusing the gift that is our bodies. From this point forward, our health is more important. We will stay focused. We will stay determined. We will sacrifice now knowing that it's not going to be easy so that we can live a better tomorrow. We understand that weight loss is a marathon, not a sprint. It's about making lifestyle changes and that the only person who can stop you is you. You know where you are now and you know where you want to be. The new you begins today. Let's go. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it thin. I want to try it thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have to just die it thin. Not till you like thin. I want smaller size thin. But I realize I guess I'll have to Welcome to the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. I am your host, Dave Jackson, thanking you so much for tuning in. Again, our website is LogicalLoss.com. You can email me, uh, Dave, at LogicalLoss.com, and you can call in your comments, 888-563-3228. Going to jump right into it today. We are debunking, I can't say this, we are debunking myths about weight loss and lifting weights. And here's, here's myth number one. Uh, muscle weighs more than fat. Now, this perhaps the most popular myth in this category, but it's also untrue. You see, one pound of muscle weighs the same amount as a one pound of fat or one pound of feathers. The difference is one pound of muscle takes up less room than one pound of fat. So ma- fat is more massive. So if you hear somebody say that fat weighs more than muscle, that is not True, it takes up more room than muscle. Now, myth number two, lifting weights will make you gain weight. Now, excluding temporary weight gain from water retention, the only way to gain weight is to consume more calories than you burn. Uh, Lifting heavy weights burns calories. It does not add them to your body, and thus it is impossible to gain weight from just lifting heavy weights. For example, um, this is from Kathy... I believe it's how you pronounce her name. It's C-A-T-H-E, Frederick, Friedrich, F-R-I-E-D-R-I-C-H. And she says, look at me. I've been lifting heavy weights for decades, and I weigh less now than when I was in high school. Even power lifters will lose weight if their calories consumed are less than their, you know, the more than they eat. So no matter what your exercise, if you burn more calories than you consume, you will lose weight. Okay, number three, only lift weights, only lightweights, I'm sorry, only lightweights will lean you out. This is also another very popular myth that is untrue and causes a lot of harm. If you want to get cut, you just have to eat less calories than you burn. Getting cut is a result of decreasing your body's sub, subcutaneous fat, and this only happens when you create a calorie deficit. It does not matter what your rep range is or how heavy the weights are. 
that you lift. Getting cut comes from eating less than you burn, not your dumbbells. Sure, it's possible that you might burn more calories in a lightweight, high-rep routine than a low-rep, heavyweight workout, but you can get the same cut look by lifting heavy weights and burning some extra calories by adding a short cardio workout. Myth number four, heavy weights will make women bulky. Ladies, getting bulky means gaining weight, and as I mentioned previously, the only way to gain weight is to eat more calories than you burn each day. Since muscle takes up less space than fat, if, you're just, if you just maintain your current body weight and increase your lean muscle mass, you'll become smaller, not bigger. So that's a big myth that I hear. I don't want to bulk up. Well, you're not. Uh, myth number five, lightweights are better for women. There really is no difference between the weights a man or a woman should use in their training program. Lightweights are great to use in a circuit endurance or a low-impact low cardio program to burn extra calories, but they are not as efficient as heavyweights in developing lean muscle mass. To understand why this is true, you need to first understand how a muscle works. When you lift a weight, or for that matter, any heavy object, the muscle you're using must contract. What you may not know is your entire muscle does not contract, but instead just some of the thousands of muscle fibers that make up your muscle, or that make up fibers. Oh, hold on a second. Instead, just some of the thousands of muscle fibers that make up your muscle will contract. Your body learns through life experiences just how many muscle fibers it needs to contract to lift an object of certain weight. So, for instance, when you see a big bucket of water, your muscles, your muscles contract much more forcefully and in greater abundance than, say, muscles used to pick up a glass of water. This is why you don't throw a drinking glass across the room when you contract your muscles for this movement. Now, to maximize efficiency, your body only uses the minimum amount of muscle fibers necessary to lift an object. And each individual muscle fiber either contracts 100% or doesn't do anything at all. There is no such thing as an individual muscle fiber contracting 20 or 50%. This means when you only do an exercise with a lightweight only a very small percentage of your muscle fibers in that particular muscle um, performing the exercise are doing any work at all. The rest of your muscle fibers within that particular muscle are doing absolutely nothing and getting pretty much zero benefit from the exercise. To work as much of the muscle as possible, you need to engage as many muscle fibers within that particular muscle as possible, and this usually means lifting heavy weights. So light weights are better for women? No because you're, you're wasting your time, basically. Myth number six, the last one here. You can't increase lean muscle mass while on a calorie deficit diet. This is the one that I've heard a lot about, that you can't gain muscle and lose weight. Um, it may be more difficult to do, but yes, you can increase your lean muscle mass while on a calorie deficit diet. The only exception to this is a person who already has low body fat, like a bodybuilder getting ready for a competition. I will admit it's easier to gain lean muscle mass when you're eating more calories than you're burning, but you can still increase your lean muscle mass while dieting too. I know some people who believe this myth first try to lose their weight before trying to increase their lean muscle mass, but I disagree with this approach and I feel the science backs me up on this. Doing both weight training and cardio activities simultaneously is the better way to go in order to get optimal strength endurance, cardiovascular, and body composition benefits, not to mention many other health benefits. So this again is from Kathy Friedrich, 
and you can find her at C-A-T-H-E.com. Pretty interesting website, and she's a certified blah, blah, blah. She actually had another article I wanted to read. I found both these, and I was like, oh, this is cool, because sometimes, especially if you're using a body bug, um, it's going to let you know how many calories you're burning and things like that, but sometimes you, you go, wait a minute, I, I jogged for an hour, so I burned X amount of calories. I ate X amount. Why am I not losing weight? And she's pointing out that in some cases you forget to count things and you really didn't burn as many calories as you did. So here's this article. It says, these days just about everyone has exercised on some sort of cardio machine that has a digital, a digital display showing how many calories are burned. And if you're like most of us, when the computer display says you burn 500 calories during your one-hour elliptical workout, you're probably feeling pretty good. I mean, think about it. If you did just once a day while continuing to eat exactly the same, by the end of the week, you could lose a pound. Why? Because 7 times 500 is 3,500 calories. 3,500 calories is a pound. Well, unfortunately, that's not exactly true, and here are some of the reasons why, she says. To begin with, cardio machines only give an average value for calories burned. The more accurate cardio machines will ask you to input your weight, sex, and even height but regardless, the calories burned value displays only an estimate and not an exact value. That's why I use a body bug, um, which is, even with that, that's only, I think they say, 92% accurate. She says, still the biggest mistake people make in calculating the extra calories burned from exercising is forgetting to subtract the calories they would have burned anyway if they had done absolutely nothing. She says the average person burns about 12 calories per pound of body weight each day just sitting around. The actual number of calories burned at rest, known as your BMR, also depends on your metabolism. Metabolism rates are influenced by many factors such as height, your weight, your age, but can also vary because of genetics and other factors. This is why some people can eat whatever they want and not gain any weight, while others must keep to a strict diet to avoid gaining weight. On average, a 150-pound person will burn about 1,800 calories each day without any exercise, which translates into about 75 calories per hour. Therefore, if this 150-pound person did one, a one-hour workout on the elliptical and the computer display said 500 calories, technically it means an extra 425 calories were burned from exercising on the elliptical during this hour and not 500 calories as the display is. Why? Because we said they're going to burn 75 if they did nothing. So it's like, look, you, you're, if you do nothing, you're going to burn 75 calories in an hour. That machine just said you burned 500. Well, that's including the 75 if you did nothing. So you actually only burned 425. So this also means that instead of seven workouts to lose the stubborn pound of fat, you'll actually need to work out a little over eight times and I went oh man that makes sense if you think about it because sometimes we do that I know I'll go to the gym and say well I want to burn 300 calories well according to this I really only burned 225 because I would have burned 75 if I had sat down and did nothing so think about that if you're going to work out for an hour add 75 according to this and again this is from calf.com c-a-t-e.com uh, and um, that'll give you your extra 300 calories.
All right, next up, this comes from our forums out at LogicalLoss.com. This is from, oh, I'm going to butcher your name. I'm just going to say Betani, B-E-T-A-N-I. She says, since I have ADD, tracking anything is huge, is a huge challenge for me. Uh, not long ago, however, I found a small printable template that is making things a little easier. It's basically a three-by-five card with checkboxes for grains, protein, vegetables, fruits, dairy, fat, sweets, and water. It marks off how many boxes you should check depending on if you are following a 1,200, 600, or 200,000 calorie diet. Um, this is very similar to Richard Simmons used to have a deal a meal. And I had this plastic thing where I would, I would move boxes when I did this or that. Very kind of same concept, at least it sounds that way. She says, while I don't get a detailed breakdown, I do get a good sense of how balanced my eating habits are. Also, since the cards fit into my pocket or my purse, they're always on hand to fill out, even if I have an impromptu snack while out and about. Ideal? No. Comprehensive? Certainly not. But for an add -er, it sure pulls me in the right direction for once. Um, I'm sorry. That's uh, She says her name is Elise. So I'm not sure what Batani is there on the, that's uh, her login name. But yeah, you know, here's the great thing. Whatever works for you. There, we are all different. We all have different needs. We all have different things. And, and I try to give out advice here, but I always say, you know, what kind of exercise works for you? The, the one that works. And if diet power or a body bug or whatever, I mean, there are all sorts of fit day. There's all sorts of things. We've got a link to tracking resources out at the website. If that doesn't work for you. Find something that does. And don't, don't, I, I love the fact that she could say, well, I can't track my food. I've got ADD. No, that's not an excuse, right? Anybody that's looking for an excuse not to exercise and not to do what we know is right is going to find one, right? You could easily find one. And she said, no, no, no. I'm not going to use my ADD as a crutch. And I'll put a link out in the show notes. I am 45. So when I was growing up, you betcha I had, <laughs> and yes, I will admit this, I had a poster of the Fonz, Henry Winkler. I'm a huge Henry Winkler fan, not just because he was the Fonz, but number one, he's a great actor. He's a great human being. Did you know that the Fonz has written 17 children's books? And it's about this, this child that's an underachiever. And it's, it's somewhat autobiographical because you see the Fonz, who has a master's, from, I want to say, it's either Yale or Harvard in, you know, the arts, couldn't read until he was 31. He had huge problems with being dyslexic. And one of the reasons he could, he would get called on to read in class and basically would go into an impromptu kind of class clown thing to eliminate the fact that, oh yeah, and I didn't read from the book because he couldn't. Um, he actually can read now. He, 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 it was weird. He diagnosed his grandson, or might have been his son, with ADD, and in the process went, oh my gosh, that's me too. So Henry Winkler did not learn to read till 31. Now, I found this out on a video podcast called Kevin Pollock's chat show. Kevin Pollock is an actor and a comedian, and I'll put a link to that episode in the show notes. 
if you're a fan of the Fonz, and it's just amazing to watch this guy, what he's overcome, and uh, just everything. He's just a great human being and a great attitude. The fact that he said, you know, when there's a will, because he could easily said, look, I can't be an actor because I can't read. How am I going to learn my lines if I can't read them? And somehow he just found a way to do it. It's an amazing story of just overcoming adversity. And you can do it too. You know, he talked about how, you know, when you look at things, you have to break them down into small portions. And he, he just did that. And, and little by little, he got through it. And sometimes life throws you a curveball. And sometimes you're having a good day and someday you're having a bad day. I know I, I printed up a thing on my, uh, in my job that says 180 pounds. And that really is motivating me at work. I've had, if you've listened in the past, I've been having a horrible month and I just needed something to kick me in, in the pants. And that is, is working. Um, and it's getting me back on track. I'm, I'm definitely not, uh, you know, I'm, I'm on track, I'm getting there, but I'm, I'm still losing the weight that I, I, I gained during my, uh, past couple of weeks where I just basically fell off the wagon. And, uh, again, am I proud of that? No. Am I going to beat myself up and quit? No. I'm just going to say, well, okay, what was working? What was working? Let's go back to doing that. What was working? Oh, I was going to the gym um, every day for five days a week. Okay, let's see if we can get that going. Let's see if we can go three days a week and and ease ourselves into it. Um, Here's a great tip. If you have a friend that's painting or moving, help them. That's what I've been doing this week. We're moving my dad's house out. We're moving my sister in. We're painting, a lot of squatting, a lot of lifting. Always lift with your legs, by the way. Save your back. You know, when you're painting, a lot of muscle there, and uh, and it's fun. You don't even realize you're exercising because you're, you know, having paint fights and finding your old Mr. Potato Head. Yes, Mr. Potato Head, and uh, all sorts of other fun toys in the basement. So uh, thank you very much for for writing in, Elise, and uh, in her case, commenting out at the board, which you can find out at Logical Loss. Dot com. That is going to do it. I do want to mention that uh, the show really is pretty much listener supported. And I want to say thank you. He said logging into his account. To my good friend. Because if you go to logicalloss.com forward slash support, there's all sorts of places where you can go. And there's links there that if you buy stuff, I get a small commission. Like if you go to shop.logicalloss.com, that's our Amazon store, things like that. But uh, you can also just go to logicalloss.com forward slash support, and there's a link there to donate. And I wanted to thank my good buddy, Arthur Thompson, who donated five bucks. Thank you very much, sir. That helps uh, defer the cost of the bandwidth and everything else that goes along with that. So if you'd like to help support the show, couple ways. Again, go to shop.logicalloss.com or just go to logicalloss.com forward slash support. There's all sorts of ways to donate. You can click there and go to the Amazon store. There's other things that if you click there that uh, will help support the show. So thank you very much. I will see you again real soon. Now that my uh, all this drama with my dad has been taken care of, I hope to be doing these more. Uh, right now they're about every two weeks. I'm hoping to get back on a, a weekly schedule, but uh, worst case scenario, every other week, but I'm hoping to get back on weekly schedule. And I hope to be back reporting how things are going well. I've uh, realigned myself. I know what I need to do. And now, as I always say, uh, you know, knowledge isn't power. Knowledge put into action is power. And it's time 
to do that. So speaking of that, thank you very much. It's time to roll the outro. Well, I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Logical Weight Loss Podcast. If you're listening to this on a website, please consider subscribing to us for free on iTunes by going to LogicalLoss.com forward slash iTunes. You can contact me via email by sending an email to Dave at LogicalLoss.com or call in your comments toll free, 888-563-3228. You can sign up for our free newsletter and participate in our forums at our website, which is LogicalLoss.com. Our theme music is courtesy of SkinnySongs.com. Thanks again for listening. You know, they say knowledge is power. Knowledge is only power when it's acted upon. You can do this. Live right. Lose weight. Live long. I just want to be thin. I don't deny it. Thin. I want to try it. Thin. But I can't buy it. Guess I'll have